0: Welcome to Harvest Birth Stories. My name is Sophie Grace, and I will be your host for this podcast. We want to share empowering birth stories all across the United States and beyond, and encourage mothers all around the world to um, feel proud and feel empowered by any story that they may have um, experienced. So do, I will get into the podcast. Thank you. So today we are going to have Shelby on the podcast. (laughs) And I'm going to act like I don't already know everything about this story because i do but um she's gonna share a little bit about her recent bubba that was born a month ago his name is brooks um so thanks for coming on of course (laughs) shelby's very nervous (laughs) um i want you to start um like kind of go back on your conception and your pregnancy and like how it went throughout your pregnancy okay um well I feel like I
1: should first start with it was the best surprise that we have ever gotten um very (laughs) unexpected but all in a good way um we so I feel like I should go back um so we went to the Bahamas with friends um Ended up having to come home early due to COVID reasons.
0: And this was January?
1: Yes, January. So beginning of January, we went to the Bahamas with a group of friends. Um, We were supposed to go there for five days. Ended up having to come home um, just because we were afraid we were going to get stuck there with one of the girls testing positive for COVID while we were there. And when we were on our way home, I was so nauseous on the flight. (laughs) Literally, like, it was the worst thing ever. I... And then when we drove home from the cities, I slept the whole time because I was so nauseous. Like, I just, like,
0: couldn't even... I just think it's so funny because, like, my birth story was the one before this. And, like, our early pregnancies were so similar. Yeah. How we were both on, like, trips and had no idea that we were pregnant. And we were both nauseous. Yeah.
1: And then, (laughs) so, like, I had been late on my period when we went to the Bahamas. And our friends... Like we all kept joking like, oh, you're pregnant, you're pregnant. And I was like, no, there's no way, Mm -hmm. you know, all this stuff. And so whatever, we came home and then I ended up testing positive for COVID. And I went out to the lake and the only symptoms that I had from COVID was I was nauseous and I was tired.
0: (laughs) I remember you're like, it's just making me so nauseous. I'm like, oh, interesting.
1: That was it. And (laughs) so I went and did my quarantine, whatever. I came home. And I was like, well, I'm still late, so why not? I'll just take a pregnancy test and just see what happens. Ha, ha, ha. It's going to come back negative. And it came back very positive. (laughs) Very, very positive. And uh, I panicked. Mm -hmm. And I called Sophie. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) As I sat on my bathroom floor on my hands and knees crying because I was unsure of just, the, it was just very unexpected. Yeah. Um,
0: you and also just... Shelby is in NP school right now. So just along with a baby in NP school, I'm sure it was very uh, shocking. Yeah. Very
1: unexpected. <laughs> um, you kind of just have to go through like, I don't want to say like the grieving process of it, but like, you just have to go through the
0: emotions of like the shock of all of it. Yeah, yeah, no, I get that. <laughs> it's just kind of like pause for a second. And I remember when you called me and I was like, just take a few more. Sometimes they're wrong and you take another one and you're like, yeah, it's positive. I'm like, okay, so you're definitely pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, if two show that positive, you're probably pregnant. Yeah. Um, but like, other than that, how was Austin and everything when you told him? He was good. Um, I was really
1: nervous because it was just like unexpected. I knew what my reaction was and I wasn't sure what his was going to be. And he was actually supposed to go out for supper with his mom. (laughs) And he was like, maybe I should just, maybe I should just not go. (laughs) I was like, no, because then people are going to think that it's weird that you're not You know, all of this. So he went out for supper and came home and I was like, hey, so how do you feel? And he goes, he like looks at me and he shakes his head and he's like,
0: yep, we can do this. It's going to be fine. You were already like eight weeks pregnant, weren't you? And you found out. Yeah. Yeah. So like pretty, well, not like pretty far along, but I feel like most people find out between like five and six. Yeah. Yeah. So that would make sense why you're so nauseous because I feel like the seven week mark was like the hardest one for me. Yeah.
1: It was... It all it all came full circle. Yeah.
0: for me at that point. So after that, like, how was your pregnancy? Did you have any complications or anything? No, um, no complications at all. Um, I
1: was I had really bad morning sickness. Um, I spent a lot of time on the side of Highway 81 on the way to work, <laughs> throwing up. Um, but
0: other than that, there's zero complications. I have zero complaints. And how did, like, all of your family react when you told them? I mean, I know these answers, but I'm going to okay. ask anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, you already knew, so yeah. there was that. Um,
1: I struggled. Hide- like, there was no way I was going to hide it from my my family. Oh,
0: absolutely not. <laughs> and
1: so we found out on Wednesday, and then we had Christmas with my family that weekend. So I didn't have an – I was – I had an ultrasound scheduled for the Monday and Austin was like, well maybe we should wait until after the ultrasound just for like full verification and all this stuff. And I was like, no, like there's no way I'm gonna be
0: able to not Right. Tell and them. Like, you had all the symptoms and positive pregnancy tests. Like yeah, like was, I had
1: blood tests done and it they was were like all positive. blaring positive. Yeah.
0: And <laughs>
1: so that Friday we went out to the lake and my brother and his girlfriend were playing a drinking game. <sighs> And there was one shot of wine left and Connor's like, oh, Shelby, you can take it. And I'm like, no, like I, my stomach's still uneasy from COVID, like all this kind of stuff. And his girlfriend kind of looked at me and gave me like a funny look and just whatever we went on with all of it. And the next day we were opening gifts and I like was just like so antsy to tell everybody I like it was so hard not to say anything and so we were all sitting there and my mom I had given her a gift of like that had a picture of me and her and my brother and she started bawling when she opened it of course she did (laughs) (laughs) It it was cute but yeah so she was already bawling and then um Austin was like okay so Um, I just want to do a little cheers. Um, next year's Christmas will look a little bit different. We'll have, you know, two extra little feet running around. And my mom looked at me and was like, you're pregnant. (laughs) Uh, yeah. And then she just started bawling again. And I looked up and my brother had his hand on his mouth and he like, just like, what is going on? (laughs) And McKenna just sat and stared at me. Um. Because she was, I think everyone was just as in like as in shock. As just all, like a
0: core memory.
1: Yeah, it was so good. It was good. Yeah. I wish I would have recorded it because I loved everyone's, like, responses. And, like, my grandpa came, like, running up and gave me a big hug. And, Aww. yeah, it was really cute. My stepdad started bawling. Aww. It was cute.
0: What about Tessa and your dad? That was funny. <laughs>
1: um, so we had went over to their house and we were sitting in the garage and, um we were just having conversation and I had the ultrasound picture in my purse and I was like, hey, so um, I also have one other thing I want to show you. And so I slid it across the table and she opens it up and she just like s- kind of starts screaming. And she was like, oh my God, oh my God. Like it was really cute. Um, and my dad like shook Austin's hand and gave him a big hug and it was, just, I don't know.
0: Your dad is so excited. Yeah. Like when you had him he called my mom afterwards because my dad and Shelby, or my mom and Shelby's dad, are siblings. And my mom was like, "Stu is one proud grandpa. He is so excited." <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> it was really cute how they reacted.
0: And it's just funny because your dad is like kind of a serious guy, so to like see emotions is just like kind of funny. Oh, for sure. Well, him yeah. and Lou, like their other brother, they're both just very serious. Yeah. But um, so we'll kind of shuffle into like pregnancy. I know you did some like uh PT with Ashley. Mm-hmm. Did you have any like issues that came up that she helped you with or like kind of explain what you did with her cuz I know I did it as well. Just yeah. I like to advocate for that cuz I feel like it's a really good thing to do.
1: Uh yeah, definitely um highly suggest ashley um she actually lives on the other side of the country now which i, I was know. really sad about so sad. um but you can still have zoom meetings through her or like zoom appointments through her um highly suggest
0: her she's super it's great move wise therapy is her name and she does um pelvic floor and, like women's therapy along with like sports therapy but she also mm-hmm. does pelvic floor yeah she's great Um, so I started seeing
1: her originally more so for like, just like the birthing process and like just prepping myself for labor and all that kind of stuff. Um, and then like throughout, um, so I work as a nurse, um, in orthopedic surgery and then the emergency room. So I was having a ton of back pain from Mm -hmm. like, and you've
0: had back pain like prior to even being pregnant.
1: Yeah. Um, so we did a lot with like working on exercises to Mm -hmm. like help with that. Um, and that's what a majority of it ended up being was more of like working through my back pain
0: and like just making sure that I could make it through work. Right. And did she ever do like the thing with you where she like showed Austin how to help you in Mm -hmm. labor too?
1: Yeah. So
0: kind of like showing him like how to support you and like counter pressure and stuff like that which was so
1: helpful like yeah. it gave him like so we had that appointment like we met with her probably like within the last like month of my pregnancy i would mm-hmm. say i don't remember exactly when it was um but yeah she just went through and like taught him how to do like the counter pressure like on my hips on my back all that kind of stuff um which gave him a good heads up on what to – like, kind of right. what to expect. Right. And then she, like, went through, like, what to expect with labor and stuff too, which for him was super helpful because he didn't really know what to expect. Mm-hmm. And then it gave him kind of a little more background on – so I highly suggest, like, making sure that whoever your partner is, that they have an idea of what yeah. to expect for all of it. I feel
0: like especially for the guys, they don't know – like, they don't watch, you know, birth videos and know what goes on or anything like that. So yeah. just to, like, inform them a little bit so it's not a shock. Exactly. is good. Did you do anything else, like, labor prep-wise? Like, did you take any classes or do anything like that or have any resources, like, online that you read about? <laughs> no. Um, I'm going to be straight up. (laughs) No, I told
1: myself that I was going to be super prepared. I was going to go to all these classes and I did not. I had a really busy um, summer semester for school and I just, my only goal was to get through that early so that I could be ready for a baby to come and focus on that. Um, So no, I really did not. I did like we bought the modules for, um, oh my gosh. What's her name? The girl, Carrie. Carrie Locker. Yes, her. Um, so we bought all of those, and I watched probably, like,
0: three modules of that, to be honest. It's so hard because, like, you are in school, too. So it's, like, by the time you get done with school stuff, like, the last thing you want to do is be sitting on a computer. Yeah. And looking at more stuff. <laughs> Watching more modules. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But, I know. Carrie is a uh, good um tool to have even in the future because her classes is more like for after birth yeah not so much for birth so if you ever need to like go back you can yeah i bought hers too
1: yeah no i i've watched a couple of them um even now
0: especially for like breastfeeding and stuff like Mm -hmm. that it's really helpful did you do any other labor prep like at home like anything anything significant (laughs) shelve um
1: i bounced on a exercise (laughs) ball i went for walks i did squats Mm-hmm.
0: I took baths. I literally took a bath every single night. And it's also something to note that they were doing, like, a basically a complete house renovation the entire time yes. you are pregnant. Um, we lived with um,
1: Austin's dad for the, like, for six months. Um, so for a majority of my pregnancy, um, which was great. They were the best roommates, to be honest. It was really fun.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but it was also really nice to get back into our house.
0: Yeah. And have your so, own bathtub, yes, and stuff. Yeah. Okay. So take me through like kind of like the week of you going into labor. Like you were overdue. Mm-hmm. Um, so kind of take me through that because I know you had like a couple complications things that week, which is like got you to be induced. So yeah, go through that.
1: Um. So I surpassed my birth or my um due date which was super hard mentally to yeah. be honest um i feel like you spend the you know nine months of your life prepping for that day mm-hmm. or earlier kind of is what you think and then you go past that day and it just mentally screws with you um so i had a bio i think it's called a biophysical profile or a bpp ultrasound um on tuesday Or on a Tuesday. Um, So basically that's just like a checkup. They do like a checkup on baby is what they kind of explained it. Um, And you were 40? I was 40 weeks and four days on that Tuesday. Okay. Yeah. And so we went in for the ultrasound and I just had it in my head that I was like, nope, nothing's going to happen today. Like, you know, I've already surpassed the due date. Like, nothing's going to happen um, all that stuff. So mom and I or my mom went with me, um, which she was super excited about. And so we went out for lunch and I was like, oh, no, I'm not really going to have that big of a lunch. Like, you know, just have something small. Enough. You're like
0: 40 weeks pregnant. And yeah. There's like no room left. In exactly. So I was like,
1: I'll just have something small. <laughs> and so we split. I don't even know. We split some small meal and we were kind of just joking about how I should probably eat something more. Um,
0: substantial substantial
1: to get me through who knows what'll happen and I was like nah it's fine and I didn't even pack my hospital bags with because I was like ah if I pack these hospital bags nothing's gonna happen you kill me
0: (laughs) (laughs) won't pack hospital bags won't prep (laughs) nothing just go with the flow I'm just gonna go (laughs) and yeah so we
1: mom and I went to the ultrasound and Went through all of that, and they have to go through... So, the one thing, like, she said is baby has to move three times, like, big, big movements three times, which I don't know how Brooks did not give us anything substantial because he moved so much. Like, he was constantly moving in my stomach. Mm -hmm. And so, anyway, we got one big movement out of him, and... So usually I think those ultrasounds go for, like, 15, 20 minutes, which is, like, normal. And ours was, like, an hour.
0: Mm.
1: And the ultrasound tech was awesome. Like, she didn't really – I don't know. She was, like, very reassuring of the whole thing. And she's like, oh, babies, you know, fail this all the time. Like, it's not, you know, super abnormal. Um, But I need to go talk to the radiologists and your OB just to update them on all of it. So I'll have you hang out here. And literally two minutes later, Dr. Tompkins' office called me and was like, yeah, so, um, since you failed the BPP, um, you had, um, you didn't have enough movements. They have to have three. You only had one. And then you had low amniotic fluid and then they saw particles, um, on the ultrasound, which could potentially mean that there's meconium in there, um, And she said that could be due to just the maturity of the baby or it could be due to stress. Um, We're not really sure based on that. Um, So we want you to go up to triage because I was already at the hospital anyway. Um, We ended up doing it at the West or like the main campus at Sanford.
0: And baby was head down at this point, right? Yeah.
1: Because didn't you have,
0: he was breech like a couple weeks prior to that. Yes.
1: So at like 30... 36 weeks
0: and you were like mentally preparing for a c-section at that yeah that mm-hmm. time uh <laughs> yeah so
1: at 36 weeks he had flipped to reach position and i was like oh okay we're gonna do a c-section you know at 37 like 37 38 weeks you know had mm-hmm. it all prepped and ready and then he flipped again and then he flipped back to head down which it all worked out in great. all honesty it worked out fine
0: yeah um, Okay, it was so good. Fast back forward.
1: Yes. Um, so anyway, we went up to triage. My mom and I were hanging out in the triage room and the nurse came in and was like, ah, you know, baby looks great on the monitor. No worries. You know, we'll probably send you home. So I called Austin. and I was like, ah, don't worry about it. You know, keep working. You're fine. Uh, mom and I are just hanging out probably gonna head home soon and all of a sudden like a minute later she walked the nurse walked back in and was like uh yep so the on-call ob wants uh, wants you to deliver so we're gonna induce you and you're like yes yeah i was <laughs> like okay all right and i was like surprisingly calm through this whole thing like
0: i thought i would yeah be... i feel like you were super chill and just knowing you personally i was very surprised by that
1: my mom was just as surprised she's like you're like very calm for this and i was like uh
0: yeah I also feel like you've just been a really calm, like, newborn mom, too. Like, way more chill than I ever was. <laughs> just chill in general. Uh, I try <clears throat> as much as I can. So they told you you were going to get induced. Um, what kind of happened after that? Um,
1: so they checked me, like, checked my cervix
0: and all of that, which... And kind of talk about how you have, like, an oddly shaped... Well, it, it was uterus. Or... It was more
1: so because cervix. baby wasn't head down; like he hadn't dropped yet. Yeah. So there was nothing that was pushing on my cervix. And but don't
0: you have like a a like like a?
1: They yeah, I had like a ultrasound a few years ago, and they said I had like an oddly shaped uterus, which would decrease my chances of having kids. Which
0: right here we go. Here we go. Yeah. Um,
1: <laughs> but yeah, so.
0: Because you had said that getting checked was really uncomfortable for you. And yeah, you but think they. That's
1: why. No, they said it was because he wasn't head down, so he wasn't pushing on it. So, when they my cervix wasn't pushed down. He wasn't like engaged. Yeah. So yeah. it was like. Up they said higher. it was posterior. Okay. So they had to like when they checked me, they had to like go underneath my pelvic bone or something. I didn't. To be honest, it was kind of a blur. Um, but it was super super painful. Yeah. Um. Which just sucks. It Yeah, it was awful. Were you
0: dilated or anything at this point?
1: I was like one centimeter dilated. And were
0: you effaced at all? 50%. Okay. So yeah. you were like halfway there.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, it was kind of whatever there, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so she, yeah, the first girl struggled to figure out or to like even check me. Um, so then they had a different girl come in. Um, and she did it. Yeah. And then they moved me to the labor room. Uh So I called Austin and I was like, well, um, change of plans. Uh, You need to come make your way here. And he's like, well, what does that mean? And I was like, um, well, that means that we're having a baby today (laughs) or tomorrow. And he was like, oh, okay. And I called him or I texted him and he I was like, gave him this whole list of all the stuff that he needed to pack. Because your bags were not packed. They were halfway packed. Okay. Okay. Three fourths of the way is packed.
0: I yeah. would say. Yeah.
1: Um. And then he just had to grab a couple other things. And games. Well, that was that was afterwards. After he had already showed up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he. So he showed up at the hospital, and mom and I were just you know hanging out, and I was like, well, they're gonna have to do the cervical ripening first and that could take hours
0: mm-hmm.
1: and so why don't you or he's like well what are we gonna do and i'm like well we could be here for like two days
0: i have no right. idea how long this
1: is gonna take
0: and he's like well i'm gonna go to the store and go buy some games and they basically prepared you for being there for like 48 hours before even like yeah having him
1: because like the so the cervic cervical ripener it was cervidil no i did cytotec cytotec yeah and so she said, "I want to say it's every four hours up to six doses." Um, I have
0: no idea. I'm I just think is what she's. You. Yeah, I think <laughs> that's what she said.
1: And you can either do it. Um, they'll like put it next to your cervix, or you can do an oral dose. Mm-hmm. And they're like, "Well, because your your cervix checks are so painful, why don't we just try and do an oral dose? It's not always, um, doesn't always work as well, but we'll try one dose and see how it works." Mm-hmm. Um. And I was all for that because I was like, You're not shoving anything up there. <laughs> <laughs> and so yeah, they started started me on that tablet. And all of a sudden, like that was at like five, five, yeah, five fifteen ish. PM. Yeah. And um, all of a sudden she came back in and was like, Do you feel like contractions or anything? And I was like, Well, I mean, the contractions that I've felt for the last weeks probably like yes
0: more, you felt like they were braxton hicks kind of. yeah yeah and
1: she's like well actually you're like in full-blown like having regular very regular contractions and i was like oh okay cool and she's like not very many people respond this well to the medication right. so this is like pretty amazing and so then they had to check me again which sucked um and awake. they had to have two
0: Oh, Keep talking. True. I'm just going to turn the monitor down and he can just sit in his crib. Oh, fair enough. <laughs>
1: um, and so they had to have two people check me again. Um, my poor mother. She's sitting there, like, tearing up because she
0: doesn't want to see your baby get yeah, her baby. Yeah,
1: I know. I felt bad. But so, yeah, they did that. And I had I don't even remember. I had started to dilate. It was like maybe two. Mm mm-hmm. Maybe two, I think. And so then I convinced the nurses to let me order food because usually <laughs> once you start medication, they're like, nope, you're on a clear liquid diet, um, which I, I understand. But I convinced them to let me order mac and cheese and chicken strips.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, it for need sure. some fuel for, for sure. your big event. Exactly. <laughs>
1: um, so, yeah, I hung out and Austin showed up and then ran to the store and got games and stopped at I don't remember he had to it's like go go somewhere and have a beer like just go chill out for a second <laughs>
0: come here drunk please so you're no. like chill <laughs> you just needed something
1: um anyway so yeah he did that and I sat and ate my mac and cheese and chicken strips <laughs> which actually Sanford has really good mac and cheese so
0: and you were contracting at this time but like not painful really yeah. Just kind of like crampy kind of feeling? Honestly, no. Like it tightening. was literally
1: just felt like my stomach was like tightening up and then so it was not painful Very at all. manageable.
0: Oh, for sure. So after Austin showed up, did things start progressing at all after? Yeah. Did you get any more like medication or anything like that?
1: Not until, no, I just, they just did the one dose of Cytotech. Like and five. then at five. And then um, I'm trying to think. They waited until, like, 9 to start the Pitocin. Okay. And I don't remember why that was. I want to... I don't remember why they waited so long. Um, I think they wanted the contractions to continue,
0: maybe? Yeah. I don't know. I'm not sure. But anyway, they didn't start the Pitocin. I mean, it's Pitocin. Good timing. Like, s- statistically speaking, you do labor better at night when it's dark. Your I body, like, naturally is more calm when it's dark and labor's better. Like, that's why a lot of babies are born at night mm. because it's just, like, your hormones are
1: I more that would make sense.
0: prevalent then and you're more comfortable and it's enclosed. Anyway, yeah. keep going. <laughs> so, you started Pitocin at 9. Yes. So, tell yeah. us a little bit about that, how that went and how that felt and everything.
1: Um. So, everyone kind of prepares you for Pitocin and that it sucks. Mm-hmm. It was not bad. Yeah. Like... I was expecting – I feel like I was expecting the worst. Mm-hmm. And I, I I, didn't have a high dose of, of like, the Pitocin, though. Like, they started me on a very low dose, and I was in, like, full-blown contractions. So yeah, your body like, was just,
0: like, ready, I feel like, to go into labor. It just needed, like, a little kick. Yeah. So I didn't
1: really – I didn't have the Pitocin experience. Like, the nurse even said she was, like, the most – by the end of everything, the most Pitocin I was on was like nine. I think it's mics, maybe. I don't even mm-hmm. know like what the metric unit is, but we'll go I was that. only at nine. Um, and she said most people are on like up to 30 or like yeah. 20 to 30. So she's like, you really only had like what your body's normal dose of oxytocin or Pitocin would be, would be in your body during labor.
0: And then how did things progress after you got that?
1: Um I so I started having contractions and the nurse that we had that was like our full like overnight nurse she was like if you're going to get an epidural um I don't I would ideally like you to wait until you're like at least 3 or 4 um centimeters dilated mm-hmm. just because I don't want you to go backwards. Um and honestly like the contractions really weren't that bad. Like Austin and I sat and played Monopoly.
0: Yeah, and, and you're you breathing through two them times in, in a row and playing games and like, yeah. talking and stuff like that.
1: Yes. Okay. So we just like hung out and I mean, I knew that like I like I could feel that they were getting more um like stronger, but it wasn't mm-hmm. anything that was like not manageable. Un- and then they had to check me again.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's the worst part of your whole experience. Yes, is it was awful. <laughs> and finally
1: at the end of that I was like, okay, like we're we're not doing another check until I get an epidural, because right? Because this is horrendously painful. Oh, that and just it, sucks. I just want to say it's not painful for everybody. It's right? Just extra painful
0: for me. So and don't be afraid. It just has to, to do with like your like shape of everything. Yeah. Because I feel like when I got checked, like I couldn't even feel it. Yeah. Like it was, everybody's so different. It was awful. It's just like awful. Not fun at all. No.
1: Um. So then we just hung out. I bounced on a ball. <laughs> As they, like, started to get a little bit stronger. um, Yeah, that was, like, the best thing was, like, bouncing on the ball.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then I was, like, well, maybe I should try taking a bath. So I tried that. And I don't know, that, like, must have kick-started things even more, which they say happens. I've
0: heard that before, too, that sometimes, like, baths can speed things up.
1: Yeah. So that definitely, like, sped things up. Like, they were way more intense. Mm-hmm. And Austin was a trooper and pulled the recliner into the bathroom because I didn't want to sit in there by myself. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so I sat in the bath for a little bit, and then they started to get stronger. Um, And then as soon as I got out of the bath, it was, like...
0: Full-blown. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. I was, like... Couldn't through them.
1: No, I was, like, hunched over. Austin was doing, like, counter pressure on my back, mm-hmm. which... Back to, like, at when Ashley was, like, teaching him all of that stuff was super helpful because he was prepared for that moment. Right. Kind of thing. Um, and the nurse was super great and, like, walked him, like, helped him through it, too. mm mm-hmm. um, But, yeah, I – it was awful. And <laughs> I just remember, like, I had tears running down my face and Austin was like, oh, my God. <laughs> poor guy he was like nurse <laughs> he was such a trooper though like he was so good um through the whole thing like so, so what supportive time of night was this about How was that like one okay um and i so they she's like okay do you want the epidural now and i was like yep because you're not checking me until that happens like <laughs> not a chance and so they called in yeah, for the, and that was the part that I was so nervous about. Like, the epidural. epidural, I was terrified.
0: Yeah, Shelby's a nurse, and she's terrified of needles. I've had to go with her before to get blood work done <laughs> and, like, hold her down at the table. Okay, it's gotten better. It's gotten much better.
1: Um, but the epidural, I was really nervous for. Um, just because, again, you hear horror stories from everybody. Yeah, you never
0: really know how you're going to react to it. Yeah.
1: And I had actually, like, so one of the anesthesiologists that I work with, I had talked to her about the epidurals and, like, the complications that I was worried mm-hmm. about and, like, what they would do to fix it, which she helped a lot, like, easing that pain. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, so he came in and did the epidural. He did a great job, um, even through my anxiety of the whole thing.
0: <laughs> but I feel like mm-hmm. sometimes, like, did you have anxiety about the epidural when you were in labor because it was so painful or were you, like, just get this freaking over with kind of a thing? Um. Mm. Cause I, I feel like when you're in labor, sometimes it's just so primal that you literally don't care about other things anymore.
1: Um. Yeah, I would say I w- didn't really care. Right. I was, like, like
0: you're like just make the pain stop.
1: Yeah. Well, kind of. Um. I was still like very anxious about the whole thing, <laughs> and he was like <laughs> the, CRNA was super cool and like was we were just like talking about, talking through, just random stuff, and. All of a sudden, he was, like, inserting it, and then I could feel, mm. like, I could feel, like, a zinging down my mm. leg, and I was, like, okay, I could feel a zinging,
0: I could mm. feel a zinging,
1: and I was, like, kind of starting to panic, and he, the X just thinking <laughs> and he was, like, finally, Austin, like, looked up, and he goes, I'm working back here, I need you to stop moving, and I'm, like, to you, yeah, like, yeah. very straightforward, which I get, I mean, yeah, you're you in have a very, to. yeah, like, he could have paralyzed me if yep. something got screwed up. So, mm-hmm. like, I understand why he was so intense about it. But I was like, I'm so sorry. I'm trying.
0: Mm. Uh, yeah. But it went fine. It so, was that was great. around 1. Yeah. And then what did you do after you got your epidural? I slept. <laughs> I literally slept. That's so good, though.
1: Yeah. They would come and rotate me from side to side. hmm So that it wasn't too strong on – or, no, they didn't want me on my back obviously because they don't want you like pushing on or like your uterus pushing on your vena cava or whatever Mm -hmm. um so they kept moving me from side to side like every hour did you have
0: any like like a peanut ball or Mm -hmm. anything yeah that's a good one for um epidural labors it helps like move baby down yeah so we just yeah us and I both slept just did you have a pretty dense epidural or was it kind of like I could still move my feet. You could still move. I mean, like,
1: I couldn't feel my legs. Like, when I touched it, it was like,
0: (laughs) like, I kept sitting there
1: and I was, like, bouncing my hand off my legs. I was like, this feels
0: so weird. Did you have the epidural where you, like, where they control the medicine or could you do it? They controlled it. They controlled it. So, I know there's, like, a couple different, like, I know some hospitals, there's, like, a button you can push if you, like, want more. Oh. That's what maybe one of my friends told me. I don't know. So. Just thought I'd ask you that. I have no idea. Yeah, so you I, slept until Until what, we six AM? No. Five A.m. It
1: was like, well, we woke we got startled awake as like a whole abundance of nurses came flying into my room.
0: I suppose they all have like the monitors and stuff on you. Yeah. So they know what's going on. And
1: so my nurse had been on break and this these all these nurses came flooding in and were like, Okay, we gotta deliver this baby now. Like I'm like, what's like what is going
0: on? Like, <laughs> like are, I'm sleeping. My legs are, are D
1: cells. Like, what's happening? <laughs> and nobody was really saying much. And they're like moving me around and getting me into position. Like, you need to deliver this baby now. And they kept saying that, like, the what was showing up on the monitor was that baby's head was being compressed. So they were afraid that he was in the canal already.
0: Mm.
1: And all of a sudden my nurse walked in and she's like, Oh, no. That's, like, that's how her, it's been showing the whole time. Like, mm. it's fine. We don't need to rush to deliver right. or anything like that. Oh, I should go back and say that I did have my membranes. Um, they, she ruptured my membranes. At? Right after the epidural. So, like, 1, 2? Like, 1.45-ish, two... 2 o'clock. Okay. Yeah, she ruptured my membranes.
0: And you didn't um, feel that
1: because you had the epidural? No. It was great. I didn't feel anything.
0: <laughs> I got my mem- – I didn't even talk about that when I recorded my podcast, but I got my membranes ruptured too, and I didn't even feel it, and I didn't have – Like, the, you could
1: feel, like, like my water, water break. Yeah. Like, I could feel, like, the water coming out. Yeah. <laughs> that was it. Um, and I was very happy to hear that it was all clear. No meconium. No, there was no meconium. Yep. Um, so that was good. Um, and then – yeah, at like, well, at like 6, 620 ish, my nurse came in and she's like, okay, we'll check you and just see where we're at. And she's like, "Well, oh, I don't feel cervix anymore. So you are 10 centimeters <laughs> dilated. And she's like, so what do you want to do? Do you want to hang out for a bit? Do you want to start pushing? Like, what do you think?
0: But she totally uh, gave it up to you, like, yeah. your option. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you're, like, let's get this thing It's was, out. like,
1: well, <laughs> we might as well start. I don't know. So she kind of, like, got everything ready. And um, at, like, 6, well, she was, like, just prep yourself. Like, you're probably this, like, first-time mom. Like, you're right. probably going to push for two to three hours. Like, that's pretty normal. And I was, like, okay, whatever. And at 645, we started pushing. And so shift change was at 7, mm-hmm. and she's like, nah, I'm going to stay for this. Yeah. <laughs> like, if everything goes, like, smoothly or whatever, she's like, I'm going to stay for this. That's so and I was nice. super excited because my OB was on at 7. Yeah. So I knew that I was going to have So you've have got her.
0: your nurse and your OB. Yeah. I was yeah. super
1: excited about it. Um, well, the nurse, that the overnight nurse, was going to do the nursery part of it. Mm-hmm. Like, so she was going to handle it baby. And, um, so I started pushing at 645 and then at like seven, I don't know, it was like 725 ish. I was like, so when does the doctor come in? Like, how does this work? (laughs) And she's like, well, um, it'll like, as soon as the baby doesn't go back in after, done pushing is when we call the doctor
0: right because it they kind of go like in and out in and out yeah which is something I did not know I before either. I went into labor and I was like why is it going back in?" <laughs> like that's totally normal and I was like mm, it's so frustrating <laughs> <laughs> um
1: and then all of a sudden she was like or I had pushed twice and she's like uh yep so I need you to just stay where you are um, <laughs> just keep breathing don't push anymore even if you have a contraction like no more pushing and she's like the baby's right there and I'm like oh cool could you so, feel that at all yeah I could tell just that like, there was, pressure. like pressure there but I couldn't it wasn't like painful or anything right um so then Dr. Tompkins came in and I pushed one more time and he came out
0: just flying
1: yeah so 7:32, Mr. Brooks was born
0: Aw. Oh, was he crying or anything right away when no, you got him? No, he was not. Did it scare you?
1: I was way too, I was like, I don't even know how to explain it. Like if it was like euphoria or what exactly it was, but I was just kind of like, just chill, just yeah. hanging out there. Like I had my eyes closed and the nurse was like, Shelby, you have to open your eyes and look at this.
0: <laughs> You're like, what is it?
1: <laughs> and um, Austin got to announce it and I just remember he was like, it's a, it's a, it's a boy. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, you got your boy. Cause he was, he comes from a family of.
0: Yeah. They have all girls and there's uh, so many no, girls. they all boys.
1: And, oh, but like Flora and Olivia. Well, yeah. Nieces our nieces are is, girls. Yeah. But, um, so his family's all boys, like him and his two brothers. brothers. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of like all he knows. Yeah. Um. She would have been happy
0: either way, yeah. But I was very... selfishly hoping for a boy because my <laughs> child is a boy and they're cousins, and now they can be best friends forever, <laughs> yeah. So,
1: no, yeah, it was really cool. He and he like was not gonna, he was like, I can't be by like watching the whole thing because he does not do well with anything bloody. Um, so he's like, I'm going to be at the head of your bed. I'm not going to, mm-hmm. whatever. Well, it was just him and the nurse in there for the majority of the pushing. Yeah. So he had to hold a leg. And he was a trooper. He did a great job. Yeah, that's
0: good. I got to suck it up sometimes. Yes, yeah,
1: he did great. He got to announce it. He cut the umbilical cord.
0: So how big was he again when he came out? He was eight pounds, nine ounces. No, big boy. A little chunk. He's so cute. And he has like the most hair yeah. ever. He has so much hair um what did you do like right after he came out did they like put him on you mm-hmm. did, yeah and you did some like skin to skin yeah
1: for like an hour
0: and how did you try like breastfeeding right away like tell me how that went
1: um no well he laid on my chest for probably about like a half hour and mm-hmm. then I was like so do I like start breastfeeding I, I feel like I was the same way I was or... like I didn't know I do this right away yeah I was like what do I like what am I supposed to do <laughs> yeah and so, yeah, they, um, he started like, we started like breastfeeding or whatever, trying to, which way harder than,
0: mm-hmm. way
1: harder than they tell you. Like, yeah. you think that, oh, it's just this natural process. It is not. <laughs> it's hard. It is very hard. Like trying to figure out how to hold them, trying to maneuver your boobs and everything is so hard.
0: <laughs> okay. I'm going to pause for one second. Okay, we're back. If you guys hear um, a child in the background, it's mine, because <laughs> <laughs> he woke up from a nap. Okay, I think where we left off was you had just had him. You started breastfeeding in the hospital. So tell me about that and how that's been going for you postpartum wise.
1: Um, breastfeeding is hard. <laughs> like I, that's what I tell everybody. That it's after, so hard. It's really hard. Um, I wish that I would have done more, like, educating myself on breastfeeding and, like, what to expect. Um, I think it would have maybe made the process a little bit smoother. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, anyway, um, it was, like, a struggle, truly. And then they, one of the nurses gave me a nipple shield, and that made things much easier. Yep. Um, they kind of tried to get me to not use the shield, which is fine. Like I totally understand, like, you know, that's like their job, but I was almost more frustrated and I feel like that frustrated Brooks
0: mm-hmm. because
1: of how frustrated I was and it was a learning experience for both of us. And so there was lots of tears shed, Yeah. <laughs> um, but I feel like. People kind of make you feel bad slightly when you can't. <laughs> People kind of make you feel bad, though, when you don't do it fully natural. I know. Um, and I just, like, feel like it's important to say that, like, whether you use a shield, whether you do it naturally, whether you pump, whether you, whether you, like, use formula, really it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Like, I just, however, whatever works
0: has to work for you. Yeah, that's all that matters. And so he's what? How many weeks now? Six. Six weeks old. And you've basically been pumping during the day, right? I, so
1: he probably like, I don't know. Like I was, so I was breastfeeding at night and then pumping during the day. Mm-hmm. And then probably like a week ago, he would get super frustrated when he was breastfeeding. And I think it was because he had to work for it Yeah. <laughs> and there wasn't an instant satisfaction from the bottles. Um, so he lost a lot of interest in mm-hmm. breastfeeding. Um, and then he wouldn't sleep like mm-hmm. he would sleep for like an hour at a time because he wasn't getting like, we couldn't regulate the amount that he was getting. Um, so we just started pumping mm-hmm. like, all, like I'm just exclusively pumping.
0: Yep. Um, and do you have like a plan for how long you want to do it? Or are you just doing it until you feel like it? No, I told myself I was going to do it for a year. So um, and
1: now my goal is six months.
0: My goal was like a month. And then it was two months. And then it was three months. Yeah,
1: I, I'm just taking it day by day. Um, but yeah, my goal is six months. Um, we booked a trip to Mexico in March. And so my goal is to be done by then. But, you know, we'll see. You never know we'll see how it goes
0: um other than breastfeeding how was the rest of your like last six weeks of postpartum Um,
1: like did you tear
0: it all yeah
1: so I had like a very small like I had a small second degree tear Mm -hmm. um and then one like first degree so Mm -hmm. uh, not really bad um we had a wedding a week after like a (laughs) week no 10 days 10 days to be not eight days
0: very yeah, close. Very it was close. like a week later. Something like
1: that. Anyway, um, like right after he was born. Um, so I was really nervous for that and what to expect. But, and you were a
0: bridesmaid. Uh,
1: yes, I, we were both in the wedding. Brooks was <laughs> his, a ring bear. He was real cute. Um, but yeah, I was really nervous on what to expect because people were like, you're going to be in so much pain. Mm-hmm. Like walking is going to be difficult. That was a good... That's good. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Are you chatting? Um,
1: but so, yeah, um, it went fine. Um, it was, like, a little bit painful, like, moving around and stuff like that, but it wasn't oh, terrible. But otherwise,
0: you healed fine, and have you had any, like, postpartum anxiety or depression or anything like that?
1: Um, I wouldn't say that I really had... Like, the first couple days, like, I feel like I was very emotional. Mm-hmm. Like, when they brought him to get his circumcision, yeah. um, I bawled Yeah, when they took him. Um, and then when we were on our way home, so, like, he, the week he was born was the week that I started my first semester. Mm-hmm. For, or my, like, fall semester. Um, so, we were on our way to Fargo to go to his bilirubin check. Because his bilirubin was just a little bit high when we left the hospital. Um, and I logged into my schoolwork and I looked at all of my assignments and I just started crying and I was like, I don't know I'm going to do this. And oh. I was, it was like, Shelby, it's fine. Like, oh. it's going to be okay. <sighs> um, and all of my teachers were great. They were like, nope, like you can have like a week extension on all of your stuff. Like, don't worry about it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, cause the first couple of days Brooks did not sleep. Like, yeah. it was so hard. Um, and then kind of started to slowly get into a routine. Uh
0: anything else to note about postpartum or
1: um the other thing I would say is like they talk a lot about like depression and anxiety but like the other thing is is, like you fixate on things Mm -hmm. like I feel like that was more of my trouble is like fixating on like him eating or Mm -hmm. him burping or like weird things yeah
0: like, you get obsessed with like one thing. Yes. I was very obsessed with Soren's eating and like when he was eating exactly. Like he needed to eat no later than three hours apart. And if it was three oh one, I was pissed. Yes. <laughs>
1: yep. Or how much they were eating. Or like like I know one of my friends talked about how she fixated on her daughter's sleep schedule.
0: Like mm-hmm.
1: it was just I don't know. Like that was my thing is I like fixated on yeah. stuff.
0: I think that's pretty normal, especially as like a new mom, like a first time mom. Yeah. I feel like you think, well, maybe the next time I won't be like that. (laughs) But you never know. (laughs) You really don't know what you're doing until you're like in it. So, Mm -hmm. Um, is there anything else that you would like to share, like resources or anything noting? I just feel like
1: it's like, like as a nurse, I don't know, you, like we talk. When, you, when we're at work, we talk about, like, we're very open about things because yeah. nothing grosses us out usually. Um, but I think it's important to, like, talk about the real raw details of things mm-hmm. because what happens during pregnancy and birth and, like, postpartum and all of that, like, nobody talks about it. Mm-mm. Like, it's very... You just see the hush pictures hush. online.
0: Yes. And you, you think,
1: great. <laughs> yeah. Like, you don't hear about, like, what actually happens to your body or, like, mm-hmm. what to expect. And I feel like that's, like, what I struggled with is, like, especially, like, when I didn't know when I was going to go into labor, I was, like, what does labor feel like? Like, mm-hmm. what, like, what, I don't even know what it feels like. Like, you don't know how to prep yourself, I guess. Yeah. So I just feel like it's important to, like, talk about it, which was nice having so many people like
0: you. that <laughs> I already had a baby. I'm, like, how's your vagina? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like, just just show it to me. Why don't you? Very vocal. Yeah. But I love birth, and there's no like secrets. it's important to talk about. So, I thank you for coming on here. I just wanted to share like a positive induction because, like we were talking about before this, like sometimes they really get a bad rap, which they sometimes can be not enjoyable, but um, sometimes they are. So, yeah, I wanted to share that and. I guess I'll just see everybody else on the next podcast. (laughs) Thanks, Shelb. Mm -hmm.